Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is Monday, Monday, Monday night. And you've got Tony, you've got Bad, it is the hangover, and we are feeling good. What is up, Tony D? I'm doing great. I am, it's, 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 it's Monday, it's, it's warm, it's the beginning of summer, almost, I guess it is summer. I'm doing fantastic. Well, I, I had you cutting out a little bit there, I, uh. Don't know what is going on, but uh, we'll we'll do that. I know, yeah, it is summer. I'm feeling good. There hasn't been a lot of Steeler news lately. It's been really weird, Tony. It has been. Yeah, there's nothing. Well, no news is good news, right? Yeah, that, that's true. We were hoping we'd get some Malik Hooker stuff because, like I said, I wanted to get my wife a Hooker jersey. That's not going to happen. So uh, we've, we've got to think of some uh, I, I, more crazy things. Well, you never know. Did he sign with anybody yet? I don't think so. No, no. So, so you never know. Uh, but you know what, Tony? I was thinking. You know, you're my boy. I dig you. But just like you know, I, I talked about getting like a hooker jersey, maybe to spice up things. You know, maybe it's time you and I spice things up. Ooh, I mean, are you, you like, you, like like on Craigslist? <laughs> We're not going to be wearing like a a crazy, like a animal outfits or anything like that on the show. But what I want to do, I was thinking, you know what? They did it on the Brady bunch. Remember the Brady? You watched the Brady bunch growing up. I'm sure you did. Right. Yeah. Right. So you had the three boys, you had Greg, Peter and Bobby on the other side. You had Mm. Marsha, Jan and Cindy. Then all of a sudden, as they went along, 
you know, it was like season six, like towards the end. They're like, we need to spice things up a little bit here. We need right. to bring on a cousin Oliver. They had, so, to, they had to bring on a cute kid. Yeah. So we don't have any cute kids here at BTSC, but we have the coolest West Virginian ever. And I lived in the state. And Jeff Hartman's a West Virginian, and it's not him. Right. It's not him. We are going to bring, if you are familiar with the editorial side, and remember, this is just not a podcast platform. We were born from the editorial side. So what do we want to do is we want to bring in uh, one of my favorites from the editorial side. One of the few that always, when everybody was lambasting me on the comment section on anything that I wrote, this is the guy that stuck up for me most. So right. he's always been in my good graces. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Shannon White to The Hangover. Woo! Shannon White. Yes. Hello. What is up? Hey, I'm just honored. I mean, I'm here with the notorious BAD <laughs> and the tone defio. I mean, I'm here That's with right. a, I mean, I feel privileged. Yeah, so wow. now Trial by fire. We don't know. We, we've got to ask some questions here. How are you with obscure movie references? I love movies. I'm pretty good. Do you like 80s stuff? Oh, yeah. All right. What's your favorite 80s movie? I, I'm, well, uh, I'm a Rocky fan. Oh, so all yeah. the Rockies, that's my, that's my favorite genre. But uh, uh, favorite 80s movie, man, that's a, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, I don't know. Like well, I said, uh, well, there was a few Rockies that. in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, there, there was. I mean, I remember. Well, of course, uh, you had Rocky three. Who Tony? Tony was like, bring that up. My Damn favorite crazy. quote from that is, and I tried to, I tried to repeat this for my wife, and she just laughed at me like I was a complete idiot. But when they're at the tr at the uh, the ceremony with the uh, statue. And Mr. T, as Clever Lang comes out and goes, "Hey, woman! Hey, woman!" And they're like, "Oh, everyone!" Hey, woman! There. And he's like, yeah. "Why don't you come up to my apartment?" And I'll show you what a real man is like. <laughs> <laughs> so he went from bad guy to like movie. he was so over the top. I love. I, I can't get up to speed. <laughs> All right. Right. More important though, this is a Steeler show. We are going to talk a lot of Steelers. Who's your favorite '80s Steeler? Mm. Well, um, I liked Barry Foster a lot. Uh, I consider Woodson and Lloyd both 80s because that's when they were drafted. And Lloyd was my favorite. So I, I guess I'd have to say Greg Lloyd. All right, that's good. Now, to see if you're going to stay on the show, uh -oh. there was a running back that early on in the 80s wore number 44. For most of his career, he wore number 30 for the Steelers. He only played for the Steelers. He had an eight-year career from 1980 to 1988. Tony and I, this is one of our favorite Steelers. So if you could tell us who that is, and if you can't, that's fine. But if you don't like this guy, you can't stay on. Uh-oh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and he was, he wore 30? He and wore, then he wore 44. He wore 44 first, but most of his career, he's known as number 30. Mm. And in the but 80s. In the 80s. He is the, 
he is the sixth leading rusher in Pittsburgh Steelers history. And is that Frank Pollard? Woo! What, what are your thoughts on Frank Pollard? Oh, I loved him. He was a bowling ball. He, yeah. You can stay. You can stay. All yeah, right. He just he was hard to tackle, man. Yeah, because sure he, he had no he, legs and arms. <laughs> he was awesome. And he was he, a late round pick. Yep, that's right. That's right. He was an eighth round pick. And and he I don't remember actually, him being 44. I remember him as 30. That's very early in his career when he first mm. came in when he was a rookie, and maybe I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was 80 and 81, and then in 82, he became number 30. Mm. Now, the thing about Frank Pollard. This guy, as a Texas schoolboy in high school, won his t- his high school's track championship. Serious? By himself. Mm. Oh. He, he won his high school. He was the entire track team and mm. won it all. So that's that's absolutely awesome. So if you like Frank Pollard, you you can stay on the show. That's that's no. Oh problem. yeah, I'm a big Pollard fan. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> that that that's good. So Tony and I go back to the '80s a lot in the show, and hey, we're gonna do that again. But what we're gonna talk about today on the Hangover, and we're a little more unorthodox on the Hangover. Sure, we talk about news of the day. Really, not much news of the day going on. We're waiting to see if there's going to be another. Another signing that we talked about, the possibility of Malik Hooker at the beginning, um, doesn't look like that's going to be happening, but you, you never know. That, that, could, that could come out again. The only other news is really not Steelers news, but it's uh, former Steeler news, and I want to talk to you guys and ask you your thoughts about Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> now, we're not going to talk about whether he's ever going to be welcomed back into Pittsburgh again because we're going to that's that's going to be uh that is going to be let's ride coming up on Wednesday. So uh check that out with Jeff Hartman. It's going to be great. But what are your thoughts on Le'Veon Bell? Is this a guy that just can't play anywhere anymore? Because if you're going after Andy Reid, I'm not an Andy Reid fan. I'm probably one of the few people that isn't. Everybody loves Andy Reid. I'm not a fan of his just because as a Steeler fan, I've watched him tank a lot of games uh, at the end of the season when they're already in and when he played nobody and the Steelers needed. <laughs> so that, that's why I, that's why I have a grudge against him. but that's just me being a selfish jerk sometimes. <laughs> but what I'm saying, and I'm going to ask you first, Tony, Le'Veon Bell, is he just, has he turned into the guy that is more toxic now than Antonio Brown? I think, well, he's definitely in denial. I know that. I don't know if he's, he's definitely, uh, he's not the same running back he was. And I think we saw that in 2017. We started to see the cracks in the, uh, or the, the, the wear on the tread in the tires in 2017. He still had a really good year, but he, he really fell off from 2014 through 2016. Those three great years. And then 2018, he, he held out. 2019 with the Jets, he was okay. Last year, he was just a, uh, he was just a, a sub, you know, he went 254 yards all year. Is that what he had? And uh, I, I just think he's in denial. He, he, he's done. You know, once these running backs fall off a cliff, that's, there's usually no uh, going back after that. So I just think he's, he's done and he's looking for people to blame. Like the, uh, the safety from the Chiefs said, these fellows always need someone to blame. Shannon, we have a situation where we know about, we don't have to recount his exit from the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
we know how that came about. I still think that he was at the time I was actually defending him a little bit because he was listening to his agent, but then he leaves the jets sounds off on the jets Le that now he's leaving. Well, he's not leaving. He just, nobody's offering him anything. Mm -hmm. And now he's saying, I will never play for Andy Reed. I have never heard anybody say that a, a player say that about Andy Reed, that I would right. never play for him again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? Is this guy toxic to you? Well, I wrote an article when he was going through his holdout and legacy matters. And I've received a lot of criticism about it because I understand, you know, getting top dollar, getting what you can get, but you, the long-term value of the legacy, if he'd have stayed in Pittsburgh, which was a really a great fit for him, the offensive line, they built that to, to his strengths. And the offense was revolved around him. Yeah, he got a lot of touches, and they said that Tomlin overused him. But that's, you know, if you're going to get the top dollar and you're going to be, you know, talked about as having all-pro potential, you got to be a workhorse. And he was getting bad counsel. I think it would come from his agent and from his entourage. His own mom was telling him, you need to stay in Pittsburgh. And, you know, if it's huge money difference, but it, he ended up after holding out, he got less money than he would have had if he had stayed in Pittsburgh and played the whole time. And I just think that you can't take a year away, you know, of, of being at the, the premier athleticism. He was at the peak of his talent. And you take a year off, he's never been the same, and he won't be. And I think that that now he's coming out talking about Andy Reid, who I, I do like Andy Reid. I think he's an offensive genius. Um, you know, he's uh, – all his players have uh, – you've never heard a bad word about him. And now he's taking shots at him now. It's, it's always somebody else's fault. So that's the definition of toxic. I, I can't agree more on that. So I just wanted to bring that up. I don't, somebody just put in the live chat and I want to bring this up. Steeler chick 46 Steelers offense now being built around Najee. Yeah. So I don't worry about him coming back. I don't, I just don't think it's in the cards and this toxicity doesn't help. So I, I would absolutely say that, you know, he is just in the rear, rear view mirror, but with all of that being said, it's really refreshing now to see when you have Eddie Faulkner, Eddie Faulkner, the running backs coach, mm -hmm. and Ben's laughing about this the other day and said, he, he basically said, you don't have to go, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We got to <laughs> go home sometimes. And when you have a player like that, it's infectious. And nobody ever said anything about Bell's work ethic at the beginning. Nobody really ever said anything about Antonio Brown's work ethic. But this guy, it's contagious what Najee Harris is doing so far. Does that encourage you, Shannon, going forward, that the culture, because of what he's bringing to a coach and saying, look, I got to get out. I mean, the coach is saying, I got to get out of here. And the coach isn't lazy. But does this encourage you that this is going to be a little bit of a culture shift a little bit? Not that the culture needs shifted too much, but something in the locker room that they're going to catch fire with because Najee Harris wants it. Oh yeah. I mean, you don't want to look at your, to your rookie to give, to set a work ethic or set an example for the rest of the team. But 
you also don't want to have to go look for him and, you know, is he jet skiing and hanging out at strip clubs? And mm-hmm. it sounds like his kid's putting in the work. He's going to know the playbook. He's developing a rapport and a relationship with Ben. Hey, that shows he's intelligent. And, you know, Tomlin's going to use him. He likes the workhorse, man, and he will use him. And uh, so far, everything, Harris checks all the boxes. And it's very exciting. It really is. Uh, Shannon, look, I, I just got to say this to you, and I don't want to offend you at all, but we've got to make sure that we don't offend Tony on the show because when you say jet skis and strip clubs, you just described COVID-19 for Tony. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> sorry. So, well, that's I, right. hum- that's right. I beg humble pardons, man. Humble pardons. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I mean, I'm easy going, but but I don't, but that's a bad, that's a rough, uh, rough memories for me. <laughs> but I will. It's okay. Right. Okay, we're, the pandemic's almost over. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so Tony, Tony Duffio, yes, he sir. Hasn't, he has not played a snap. Would you trade Najee Harris right now for anybody else? Um, no. I mean, I I, I like him. I love him. I, I I love his personality. I watched that four part series on YouTube about a month ago, and I just love him. I think he's going to be he's going to be a star. He's going to be a star on and off the field, and I think he's going to be a, a team leader. Um, maybe not this year. You don't like, like Shannon said, you don't want your rookies to be setting you know, the tone as far as leadership, but I think eventually he's going to be that guy. He's going to be the toast of the town. Shannon white. Do you feel that Najee Harris could be a throwback to yesteryear? Oh, definitely. He's a, uh, uh, he's kind of an old school runner. Uh, and he, he really likes to pound it in there. And, uh, of course now he's, He's also an excellent receiver. Uh, he really don't have a major weakness. Um, I think his speed will be better than a lot of people thought. You know, I've heard people say four or six, but I think he'll he's actually a little faster than that. And with that size, I mean, you know, I remember um, when uh, he was, you know, being compared to some of the great running backs in the past and uh, for Alabama and uh, like Henry. And when Derrick Henry was a rookie, I worked with a guy, and he was like, man, look at this. And he was watching, like, OTAs, some clips. And he's like, Henry's so slow. He's so <laughs> slow. It don't matter that he's big. He's too slow. He can't run away from anybody. I said, he's going half speed. That's half <laughs> speed. I said, wait till the game's starting. Sure enough. you know. Yeah. And, and I think Harris is going to be the same way. Some guys need the action to get that adrenaline going, and they run a lot faster than they do just – you know, in a drill. Exactly. And they said similar things about Jerry Rice's speed when he came I mean, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We had no problem getting away from anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let me bring up Thaddeus here. Uh, yes, I trade him for Mahomes. And now let me bring up Wes. And Wes agrees, but I wouldn't trade him for any other rookies. And he says, yeah. I really can't argue with that Thaddeus. But the reason I did that, because my wheels are always turning. We're not, of course, that that's true. If Pat Mahomes came up, yeah, we, we would talk about trading that. But if you had an opportunity to go into our black and gold time machine that Tony and I like to do, and you had an opportunity to trade him through the decades, who would you trade Najee Harris for to help the 2021 Steelers? And what? team from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 
and 2010s would you feel that Najee Harris would fit best on? Tony, I'm going to start with you. Where do you think Najee would go? I I think he would, he would go. um, I think he'd be good on the, uh, the the 2018 Steelers because uh, that's the year that Le'Veon Bell held out. That's the 2010s, right? Yeah. Yeah. That counts. James Conner had a great year, but he fell off towards the end of the year with, mm-hmm. with injuries. He had, he had, he had injuries. And, and that was one of the reasons why they, they collapsed that in their defense, of course. But, but yeah, I, I would, I would put him on that 2018 team and uh, I think they'd be okay. Cause he'd, he'd be that rookie running back that would, that would take Connor's place. Once Connor got, uh, uh, got hurt. So we can't, so here's the thing. This is only Todd. I, I like this. He, Todd wants to trade him to Detroit for Barry Sanders, but that's not what we're looking at here. We're only no, no. looking at the Steelers. I want to so, trade him to the Browns for Jim Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I just read that. Do you realize they passed up on Jim Brown? Of course they did. <laughs> oh, that, that's just absolutely insane to me. But we'll talk. We'll talk about that. But when you're talking about trading, let's let's look at the seventies and the seventies. The 70s was a great decade. They won four Super Bowls in the 70s. Man, they were in other championship games in that decade. They were, uh, namely now, they were in the 1972 AFC Championship game. Really weird. Shannon, do you realize that that championship game against the undefeated Miami Dolphins, who went 17-0 that year, was at Three Rivers Stadium? No. So that's the game that followed the Immaculate Reception. So there, there was more of a rotation back then. That's right. what, is that correct, Tony? Yeah, they, for some reason they 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 rotated uh, based on 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 uh, division divisions back then. Like one year, the the AFC East winner got to host the uh, the title game. The next year it was the Central or 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 the West. For some reason they did it that way. They didn't base it on seeding or record. And now we always talk about two. We talk about the 1976 team possibly being one of the greatest defenses of all time. Uh, People bring up the 85 Bears. They bring up the 2000 Ravens as having just amazing defenses, which they were. And I'm not going to argue with that. But that was an amazing team. That team, they lost Bradshaw for six games. Krusek comes in and did not throw a single touchdown pass in six games. Remember, Ben Roethlisberger broke that record for Mike Krusek started his career 6-0, and and then yeah. Ben just smashed it. But that team was so good, then they lost a bunch of guys, including they lost their punter. Oh. Um, did they lose Jarella too that year? But they lost Franco, and they lost Rocky Blyer for that AFC Championship game, and it just was not meant to be, but that could have been three and oh. So yeah. Um we we do we do have a question here. Um I'm I'm just gonna break in and because I'm gonna get to the 70s in a second. Wes has a question though, serious question. Shannon White, no judgment, but is that Pikachu over your right shoulder is he's asking? Because I can't uh, see. Over my right shoulder. No, I don't guess. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
Apparently, there's no Pikachu there. So, uh, uh, no. <laughs> there you go. It was a, it was just a question. We just broke yeah. it. <laughs> I don't right, even know so, what that is. So let's do the seventies here, and I am going to actually. Uh, I'm going to start out with Tony here, and I'll let him take mine if he wants to. But Tony, even though the seventies were perfect decade, not the perfect right. decade, but they were an amazing decade for the Steelers. How would you improve that 70s team? Oh, that's simple. I think I know where you're going. I'm going to take the other one. Okay. I would put I would put Josh Miller, my favorite Steelers punter of all time. Ooh, he's a smart ass. I like that. And and he's left-handed, left-footed. And I would put him on that team because Bobby Walton, Bobby Walton was was bad. And he's one of the reasons why uh Chuck Noah won for it on fourth and nine at the end of that uh, Super Bowl 10 game because he was afraid that. That uh, Walden would either drop a drop the uh, the snap or or have his punt block. Wow, that's that is fantastic. I I absolutely love that, Tony. The Shannon. greatest punter in Steelers history. <laughs> well, would you agree, Shannon, that Josh Miller is the greatest punter in Steelers history? <laughs> wow, that's a uh, uh, really none of the Steelers kickers in the seventies were really outstanding. If you look at the percentages and the averages and the, uh, they won a lot of games in spite of their special teams, <laughs> their kickers at least. But, uh, I, I guess it's a very low bar. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Tony. Not only was he the best kicker, best punter in Pittsburgh Steelers history. I will take him over a Craig Colquitt, a Mark Royals, um, even, even a Harry Newsom. But I will say that Josh Miller, not only was he a very solid punter, he was, uh, I mean, he was a character and he had an extensive Pez dispenser collection. I don't know if you know that. He collected Pez. And I, I, the only reason I knew that was from, I went to like, I went to a Steeler game and it was like game day magazine, the program. And, and he was talking about that. So, um, Wes, Wes is bringing up Jordan Berry. No, <laughs> I mean, summer. If you bring up Jordan Berry, and, and Wes is saying it ain't Jordan Berry, and that's true. But uh, somewhere, every time he hears Jordan Berry, Jeff Hartman just goes, "Oh, uh, so it's a big one, Elizabeth." Oh <laughs> uh, gosh, so Shannon. <laughs> So, so Tony, Tony just made a, a great trade. So he is, uh, he's just bringing Josh Miller in. So he's trading Josh Miller into the seventies. I am going to, I'm going to approve that trade. Yes. I'm definitely going to approve that trade. So that one's going through Josh Miller. Number four is now on the 1970s Pittsburgh Steelers. Shannon. Who from who from any other era would you want to put on the 1970s? The 70s was pretty loaded. Uh, if, like I said just a second ago, when the kicking game was not. Uh, so I'd like if the Steelers would have had Gary Anderson mm-hmm. in the 70s, um, I think that they would have won even more games because Gary Anderson is a legend. He's a uh, he's a Hall of Famer and one of the top two or three kickers in history. And he's the best stiller kicker ever. I am going to 
agree with you on the trade of a kicker. That's where I was going. Mm-hmm. I was going with a different <laughs> kicker, though. <laughs> Sorry. I was just laughing at something Andrew, Andrew Bobar said. <laughs> Bring it up, because I, I don't see which one you're talking about. Um I didn't even take him over Brad. Oh, I am sure. Uh, oh, <laughs> Shannon, are you are you drinking the James Pierre Kool Aid? I am the one. I'm the one that mixed it. I started that Kool Aid. <laughs> I put the sugar in. I hope he's as good as you as you as, you're, as you as you as you're hoping because that would be great. Hey, so, I, I just think I, yeah, I, I think you're he's right. a steal. I think he's a yeah. steal. I really do. <laughs> we're we're gonna if the James Pierre thing goes wrong though, Shannon, we're gonna have the <laughs> we are going to uh have sound bites. Yes, uh, yes. you wanted to crown him? <laughs> crown him. <laughs> Dennis Green. We'll have to bring out Dennis Green. Hey, I take it, man. I mean, I've I've been wrong as much as I've been right, but you know, somebody the other day said. Well, you don't have to be arrogant about it. I said, "Oh, when I'm right, I'll let you know." Because I'm the first to admit when I'm wrong because it's plenty. <laughs> that's that's awesome. No, I man, he's. Let's put it this way: they did not put him on the practice squad for a reason last mm-hmm. year, yeah, right. and that that's a true testament to what they know. And we talk, Tony and I talk about this all the time. Shannon, here is the thing: when you have a player that you are not willing to dangle on that practice squad and you know something anytime with with everybody they know something that we don't about all of their players Mm -hmm. and so i i hope james pierre works i love it number 42 let's get this started um Mm -hmm. but here's what i'm here's what i'm gonna do though I am going to go ahead and say to you that Gary Anderson was not the guy I was trading in the seventies. And I will actually argue that Gary Anderson was not the greatest Pittsburgh Steeler kicker in history. And Tony, I bet you Tony knows because I have a man crush on this kicker. And I'm sure from all the retro shows that we do, Tony, who do you think? Norm, Norm, Norm oh. Johnson to me is the greatest. He just wasn't here long enough. But I would have, and my gosh, it's probably blasphemy that I'm saying this. But I love yeah. Norm Johnson. He's, I mean, I love, trust me, I met Gary Anderson. He's a beautiful man. I love him. He's one of my favorite Steelers in history. But for kicker, if I had to pick between the two in their primes, I know Norm Johnson connected a little bit more. So there you go. Hey, nothing, nothing against Norm, man. He he was a great kicker too. Uh, but the numbers speak for <clears> themselves, <throat> man. I mean, he uh and I think you just like to say Norm. Norm. <laughs> well, they did that, they did it at the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean he, he was a good uh he was a good um uh, follow up to, to that great era that Anderson uh, had with the Steelers after he left as a free mm-hmm. agent, they needed a kicker, and he, I mean, he he really uh, saved their bacon a lot for those mid nineties teams. He he was at he was a kicker in Super Bowl thirty, made a, a long field goal, and then he he executed that that onside kick flawlessly. So, is that the last go. one we recovered? Yep, I think it's the last onside kick we ever recovered for the <laughs> Steelers. <first laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, that's probably, very well probably, could be. 
Probably for the next 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know the best thing about that onsides kick, though? The uh, When you watch the highlights, I watch those highlights a lot of Super Bowl 30. And I have to say this, that Bill Cower became even more of my favorite just when when he's talking to the ref and he's like great call wasn't it he's like yeah great call coach he's like he's trying to get away from him he's like yeah it was a great call (laughs) (laughs) chan chan surprise on side chan chan okay we're doing it surprise on side love it the sad part about that is he was totally ignoring ron earhart at that point (laughs) he was they ronnie out he he was lame Hmm? cower was like uh on Major League Two, when after the guy, when he's doing this number, going down to uh, first base, he had some big honies on that one. And that guy became president of the United States in 24. So there you go. <laughs> um, so that I was going kicker too. I was going to kicker. Now, for the 70s, you could also. You could also throw in an offensive lineman, believe it or not. Um, even just for depth, because even Tony and I did a retro show the other day, and they were with they were without they were without John Cole, they were without Sam Davis, and they still did well. But if you're going to add something to that 70s team, you might that's a possibility right there to to add one of those guys. But I mean, I have no problem adding a kicker and a punter, and that's what we're going to do. So that's great. 70s are done. We are going to go to the 80s next, but before we do that, we are going to take a break. So if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, you know what to do. You just stick around right here. You let us do a quick stretch. We'll mute our mics real fast, and then we'll be right back to you. If you are checking us out on anywhere that you get your favorite podcast, anywhere you download it, I hope BTSC's family podcast are one of them. And I hope the hangover is one of them too. So just switch on over to number two. It's simple. It's quick. You can do it just in a blink of an eye. You can subscribe too. If you're on Apple, you could, you could tell them how good we are, or how much I suck. Like somebody did on Apple a couple months ago. Um, but I'm going to tease this. You're going to want to come back for another reason, not just to hear who we say sh- should be traded to the eighties, nineties, two thousands, 2010s. I got an amazing Steeler gift today. Ooh. One of the and this was just an hour ago. I just received this an hour ago, and it is one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. If you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, you might look at it for a second and go, "What the hell is that?" And then when you figure out what it is, you are going to be amazed. So you got to stick around just to find out what that is, and you're going to find out right after this. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.